0: This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going, everyone? I'm super excited for another episode. On this episode, it's Motivation Monday, and it's going to be about goal setting. And how this kind of goes in with motivation, goal setting is in order to have motivation, you have to have a path in order to direct you and know what you want to do and what you want to achieve. So that's what this podcast is going to be about, podcast episode I should say. And just as a disclaimer, by no means am I a professional or am I saying I'm a professional. This is my opinion and it's brought to you guys by facts and some of the stuff that I use personally and I feel like I'm really credible on this because I've been goal setting for quite some time and every New Year's and sometimes every half, six months or so, I set new goals and I have daily goals. So I have succeeded with my goal setting, so I would love to help you guys out on goal setting so you're on the correct path and you're achieving these goals. So yeah, I'm going to jump right into the podcast episode. One thing I love doing and starting off each episode is starting with Why? Why are goals important? I have seven things for you guys that I've laid out. One, provides a clear path to success. Two, teaches time management and being prepared. Three, increases motivation. Four, measures progress. Five, gives focus and purpose. Six, boosts self-confidence. Seven, provides challenges. So now that I've given you guys the why goals are important, I'm going to jump in right into one of key factors I use when setting goals. There's two things I use, SMART goals and Locke's goal setting theory. I hope I pronounce that right. Locke's, Locke's. Locke's is what I'm going with. But we're going to start with SMART goals. A lot of people know what SMART goals are but over time, forget them. I'm pretty sure it was taught in high school a decent amount. I'm gonna reestablish this. So, SMART goals is an abbreviation for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time base. Okay, Hunter, so what's all this about? Well, I'll tell you. Specific, starting with S, what is your goal in detail? So, an example is I want to cut six hours I spend processing data in Excel every day to three hours by implementing and improving work routine. That's really specific. So that really helps you understand what you're trying to achieve instead of it being very broad. And personally, me, I have broad goals as well. I would be lying if I said I didn't. I'll share with you guys some of the goals I have later. I have short-term goals for the year and long-term goals for my life and even shorter-term goals for day-to-day or week-by-week. Week. So now moving on to M in SMART, measurable. How will you measure your progress? That's the, that's the question. I'll give you an example. I'll track the time I spend processing Excel data every day and watch as my time decreases. So with that, you'd be checking the time and being on a timer to see how you're processing data and each time to see if you're improving or not. A and smart is attainable. Do you have the skills and the resources for it? I'll give you an example. I have access to Excel ebooks that will help me learn how to be more efficient when using Excel formulas. So again, it's do you have the right skills and resources? I'm re-establishing that. So don't set yourself up for failure. That's the main objective with A attainable knowing your resources and if you have the skills to do it moving on to r and smart relevant the question is why is this goal important example i spend six hours processing data in excel and it's too much of my time cutting that time in half would ensure that i have more time to work on other activities so again why is it relevant why is this goal important to you now moving on to t In smart. The last letter is time based. So when will you be achieving this goal? That's the question for time bound. Example, I want to cut the time I spend on Excel calculations in half by the 15th of the next month. That's very specific and that's time bound. That's when you plan to achieve this goal. So now that I've talked about smart goals, let's move on to Lackey's goal setting theory and before i get into it i just wanted to cite where i got it from because this is not my information and i want to provide you guys with the person that provided this information so i got it from a website called tools heroes and this theory was from edwin locky so that guy is definitely big time i believe it was in the early 1900s if i remember right again uh not a hundred percent right, but it's sometime within the nineteen hundreds. That is a fact. I think it was like nineteen thirties or something like this, he established this theory. So there's five principles we're gonna be talking about. The first one is clarity, second one is challenge, third one is commitment, fourth one is feedback. So the fifth and final principle is task complexity. Now I'm gonna jump into the first principle, clarity. So explicitly set your goals with regard to which result is desired and how it will be measured. So I'll give you guys an example a clear one would be accept new technology to reduce the time required to produce the product from 15 minutes to 12 minutes by the end of the financial year. An unclear example would be shorten the time required to manufacture the product. With the clear statement you can see that it said 15 minutes to 12 minutes so it was a lot more specific and that goes again within SMART goals with the S being specific so the next principle is challenge setting challenging goals demands an accurate balance to guarantee the level, right level of challenge so you want to challenge yourself but you don't want it to be too easy or too, way too hard that you won't achieve it so I'm gonna give you guys an example Starting off with the challenging goal, convert 70% more potential customers to actual customers. And then an easily achievable goal would be converting more prospects into customers. So again, with the more challenging one, you're noticing that that 70% you're being more specific, but you're also being challenging because, I mean, 10% is pretty easy, but 70% is pretty challenging. So you're not necessarily setting yourself up for failure, but you're really trying to hit this goal. And sometimes I will plead that sometimes it's better to overset than underset. Although it's really nice hitting that goal and being like, yes. Well, what if it was you know a little bit harder to achieve, and you got there and still got that goal. So don't under achieve your goals. That's not what you're trying to do. But yet making them challenging, almost as if you can't reach them, but it's reachable. So that's usually how I set my goals up. So moving on to the third principle, commitment. Fully understanding and coordinating the set goals and motivation due to the input when setting the goals. You really have to have commitment with these goals. You can't just, you know, there's a lot of New Year's resolutions going to the gym. And then I always see every year a huge mass of people coming to the gym. And then a couple weeks or a month or two go by and it the people start fading out. You really have to commit to your goals. And I can't say that enough. Like I see so many people write down a goal or say a goal and then they don't go after it. They just stop. And then they come up with excuses. You have to be fully committed to this goal. You are bettering yourself by committing. That's the right objective or right thinking mindset that you want to have. So I'm going to give you a correct commitment goal the project manager determines that the expected results in a meeting depending on the possibilities of a subordinate now an incorrect one would be the project manager prescribes goals to all his or her team members without taking into account their bandwidth and possibilities so you're noticing within the incorrect statement without taking into account their bandwidth and possibilities you that's not even committing to this statement. The project manager determines the expected results in a meeting. So it has, to, and that that could even be a little more specific. But you have to be committing to that. And I'm sorry if that example was a little confusing. I'm trying to use business examples and corporate goals, so to say. Basically, you really want to commit to this. This isn't something you want to be like make it easier on yourself, and then like no, you have to shoot for the stars. You have to shoot for a reachable star, but don't understate or don't half ASS your goals. You know, do what you think you can do. And that goes in with challenging yourself. So let's move on to the fourth principle, which is feedback. This one's very important. Listening to feedback to check whether you're headed in the right direction. If necessary, you need to adjust the goal and approach to Achieve the goal. When you're getting feedback, you can show people your goals, you can tell them about your goals, and then they can help you with feedback. Sometimes, you know, again, you need to listen to that, whether it be negative or not. Some people are really trying to help you. Maybe they're like, someone says, I'm trying to lose 50 pounds in six months. And someone that works out a decent amount gives you some feedback and is like, I wouldn't be setting that goal because that's really, that's a really high amount of body fat to lose or pounds to lose within a short period of time. Again, it's attainable, but you don't want to get yourself unmotivated because you're not seeing the progress that you thought you were going to make. And maybe they're right and maybe they're wrong. Take it with a grain of salt or take it with a truckload of salt, I guess. (laughs) Just listen to other people. That's, don't just be not listening to other people that's very important i'm going to give you guys an example checking in this is a correct example checking in weekly to inspect the progress of the design department and providing feedback as whether they are on schedule or processing the needs to speed an incorrect goal for feedback would be setting a deadline and forgetting about the task until it approaches its deadline so how is that correct and incorrect, right? So we'll dive into that. So within the correct one, it's a lot more specific, checking in weekly to inspect the progress of the design department and providing feedback as whether they are on schedule or on progress to speed. So that one's a lot more specific. As you see, these examples are getting stacked on top of each other more and more. So this has the fourth principle involved. This is definitely a really good goal. It's talking about actually providing feedback and adjusting accordingly. So that, that example is a really good one, I think. The last and final principle to the Lockheed's goal-setting theory is task complexity. It takes into account the complexity of the goals given the facts that complexity can influence morals, productivity, and motivation. Complex goals can be overwhelming to people, but make sure there's enough time allowing everyone enough time to work towards the goal and improve their performances. If necessary, adjust the complexity and level of difficulty of the goal. A correct example would be before a sale, break down the goal and divide it amongst all salesmen based on their capacity to ensure that they are collectively reaching the goal in a certain time period. So, how, Hunter, how is this a good example? So, before a sale, break down the goal. Really good on dividing and conquering the, the goal and divide it amongst the salesmen based on their capacity to ensure they are collectively reaching the goal in a certain time period. So, again, it's breaking it up and delegating it, which an interview that I have, which is the next podcast with Crystal Gower, we talk about delegating. And delegating this as a team goal is very important with the task complexity. And it's based on the capacity that they can work at. So it's not overachieving, it's not underachieving, but it's just the right place. And I believe when delegating, it really does help when trying to achieve goals. and makes it easier. So we just went over the five principles of Lockheed's goal setting theory. Again, clarity, challenge, commitment, feedback, and task complexity. So within Lockheed's goal setting theory, it emphasizes the important relationship between goals and performance. And same thing with the SMART goals. You want to have your goals and be able to perform at the goal setting that you set it and be able to achieve it. Now I'm going to give my goal, some of the goals that I have Uh, on paper and I wrote this at the beginning of the school year. I have goals for 2021 and I'm not going to read. I have like a list of like probably 50 things. It's a lot, but I read it and a very important thing, you definitely want to listen on this, is when you write your goals down on a piece of paper, it's don't type it, write it because you memorize better when writing scientifically proven. So just write these goals out. Be very consistent with what I'm about to say read them every morning, read them every night. With doing this, it establishes in your head that throughout the day, you have these goals in your head in the morning and at night. So over time, you're basically going to be reading this religiously, and it can be sometimes very repeating, but at the same time, you're trying to speak or read these goals into ex- existence. You definitely need to be informed. You don't just write your goals and let it collect dust on your desk or wherever you put it in a filing cabinet. You have to read these goals every morning and every night. That's how I start. That's my routine. I read it every morning and every night. And of course, I'm not saying you have to do it every single day and every single night, but being consistent with that is very important. And you know, there's a couple days that I forget, but for the most part, it stays on my desk and I usually put it, in front of my laptop so I right in the morning read it and at night before I'm done working, I still have it on my desk and I try to read it. So I'm gonna give you some of the examples I have. Finish business plan. And again, these are very broad, but deep down I've thought about them and I've used the SMART goals. So this isn't necessarily the best examples. I'm not, I just talked about how you should set your goals and I'm going against my word in a way, but this is for me. And again, tailor it to how you want. I gave those examples to help you start goal setting. So it's not very broad, but specific. So I know within my goals that these are really what I need to do to achieve them, and I have them in the back of my head reading them day and night. So finish business plan, that's what I just talked about. And again, I could be a lot more specific, but I have a bunch of goals. So I'm gonna go through them, wake up at 6 a.m. Again, that's time bound. I know every morning to be up by 6 a.m. Read 15 books this year. So I didn't divide and conquer, but I've already read about five or six books. And this summer, I'm probably gonna read 10 so by the time I get to the end of this semester I'll already be at 10 or 12 so I'll be I kind of understated this goal but 15 books is pretty good for a year so I'll take that start your own podcast that was a goal I had again it wasn't specific enough but I knew what I had to do and in the back of my head I had all these goals set up and what I need to do getting a mic setting the picture up, the description, what my podcast is going to be about and wrapped around. So I had to have specific goal setting before this and I have it in a Word document. Read 30 minutes a day. So that goes in with reading 15 books. In order to, re- to achieve this goal of reading 15 books, I know that I need to read 30 minutes a day. Make more connections and expand your network. So I do this every day on LinkedIn, meeting people have a business card and I hand out to people like, Whenever I make a connection and it's a good talk, I always and I haven't met the person, I always hand on my business card, So hit me up sometime, maybe we can have you in my network. So I've definitely done really good at trying to make connections. Another one, which is very broad, is seeking knowledge. And I do that every day with, so more specifically, I do it within reading, uh, documentaries, YouTube, all this other stuff. I have it in my very first podcast that I made. For working out, I have six days a week an hour each day of those six weeks. And I've been hitting that very well. Weigh 200 pounds and keep below 5% body fat. I've changed and altered this goal because 5% body fat isn't really a healthy spot. I have, again, this is not being cocky. I'm just giving out the information I have. I went to get my BMI test at Five Star Nutrition. Highly recommend, love, love it there and I had 4.4% body fat, which is really good, really good, but it's starting to become pretty bad. So now I'm starting to eat a lot more. I was starting to cut, but now I'm starting to bulk. So I'm definitely gonna be eating a lot more calories within my weeks. So now my goal is basically be under 10% body fat or reach 10% body fat. So I had to adjust that goal. And the last goal I'll share with you guys for the year 2021 for me is get at least seven hours of sleep. And I have an app that helps me, I forget what the app is called, unfortunately. It's like, I just looked up timer or something and I paid like two bucks for it, but it analogs how you sleep, if you wake up at night, so I can actually see and I can make this a measurable goal with looking at that. Seven hours of sleep, very important for your long-term health. So now that I've talked about my goals for 2021, I'll talk some about my long-term goals. Be rich with love, make as big of a difference as possible, Invest money wisely, follow God, make 5 million by the age of 35 years old, read books that add to your life, give back to the community, become a firefighter, start your own business, do what makes you happy. And then again, I have a, something that I, a principle that I have in my life is prioritizing and I have it underlined with an explanation mark at the end of it. That's a long-term goal and spend more time with family. That's, But I have many more. And again, these are... I will state these were not specific, but I know that doing these goals, personally me, I have had experiences where I'm able to hit my goals with even them being broad. And I know in my head what, when writing it down what I really want to achieve and what I really want to go after. So now, lastly, I'm going to talk about my weekly goals. So I have a notepad that I use. Some people have a planner, but I use a notepad because I figured out that I have so much stuff I'm trying to do in a day that it doesn't fit on any planner and they're not really organized to how I like. I just like having a blank page. It's a tiny notepad paper. It's I think three inches by five inches and I have a little notepad cover for it and I have to do at the top and the date. So within this, I have homework assignments that and uh, a letter by them representing the day I want to get them done or the day I'm doing them. So like example, on Saturday, I have podcast for motivation Monday I'm shooting this on Saturday so I can have Sunday off and spend it with my family and watch my brother play volleyball so that's why I'm shooting it on Saturday but I have that as a Saturday goal of mine and then I have create an Instagram page on Sunday for my podcast and I have read crucial conversations a book I'm currently on really good book expect a podcast out on that it's really good on um, having crucial conversations and them being productive Another thing I have is just like clean my room, go to Aldi, Walmart, work out, meditate, do laundry, vacuum. You don't have to hear all my chores, but I have chores and stuff written within my day. And I it's really accomplishing to write this down. And I have a box to the left of my goal or what I need to get done in the day. And I check and cross it out. It feels so good. I'm telling you right now, it feels so good to do that check mark. And then at the end of the day, I just see all this stuff crossed out. And sometimes, I'm, I'm I, again, I have to prioritize. I put numbers by them as well, so I know one, two, three, four, the order of stuff I need to do. And once I get to the five, six, seven thing I need to do, it's okay if I don't get it done, but at the same time, it'd be good to have it done. So prioritizing is definitely a big one on your to-do list day by day. You see them at uh, restaurants, it's like a receipt holder. It's like with a huge needle on it. Just put your receipt in the middle of this basically nail or needle and there's a stand for it. I put all my to-do lists there and I'm just looking at all I have accomplished and it's really like a trophy to me now. I see all that I have accomplished. I can look back on a month ago or so whenever I got that needle stand and I can see all the to-do stuff, all this marking out. It's really a trophy on my desk. So I t- I really do take an honor in my work and my to-do lists and making a to-do list and prioritizing has been the reason why I'm so successful in what I do. I know it's prioritized. I know it needs to get done in the order it needs to get done. And I use SMART goals and Locke's goal setting theory. And again, I put it in my head. I'm able to write down so I'm a lot quicker with what I need to do not making them specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. And with Locke's theory, making them uh, having clarity, challenging, commitment, feedback and task complexity. I have this all in the back of my head and I'm able to write goals very broad and biased, but I know at the end of the day what I put in my head and that's how I do it. You can do it your different way. That's my opinion it works best with me because I have the motivation as is. So I'm able to achieve these goals and be able to write broad but in my head know my smart goals and the Locke's goal setting theory behind all of these goals. So That's wrapping up the end of this podcast episode. Really hope you guys have enjoyed this. Please DM me if you have any questions. And last but not least, please, 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 please leave a review. It really helps me. And if you could write a comment on the podcast, that would really help with the podcast algorithms. It would mean a lot to me. And share this episode. When I post on my story, sharing and reposting, it helps so, so much. I really appreciate you guys. I've been seeing a lot of people listening to my podcast, and it means so much. We're starting off really well, and I'm gonna keep this ball rolling. I'm telling you, I'm not gonna quit. So, if you stick with me, I promise you the podcasts are only gonna get better as is. And. I'm going to have some awesome guests i can't wait to go down to california this summer my big goal is to get an interview with elon musk i know that's shooting for the stars but i do believe it could be attainable if i can get him on the street or something like that just a really quick interview so i'm setting really high goals for this podcast in california so look forward to this summer because i'm going to be in california very close to Silicon Valley, which is where a lot of the technology CEOs are. So I'm trying to get some really good interviews. Crystal Geyer, my teacher, has already given me a connection to get started. So I'm very excited. If you guys stay with me, I promise you it's gonna be worth it and it's only gonna get better as time goes on. Love you guys. Seek knowledge. With that being said, cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Set your goals and achieve them. Shoot for the stars.